0: Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Thank y'all for joining me, and I'm so glad you're here. If you were here with me in the last episode, then you know I shared my story. If you didn't get to hear it, I'd encourage you to go back and listen because it really explains um, my heart behind this podcast. Um, when the Lord initially put this on my heart, I just have to tell y'all podcast was nowhere on my radar but he made it so very clear as I saw that this podcast was soon going to be a reality, my head went into a million directions. I was like, where do I begin? How, how do I do this? How do I choose a title? I knew nothing about a podcast. So I started the only place I knew. I went to Google. Uh, as I started putting pieces together, I knew this thing had to have a title and I knew the Lord would give it to me But I was a little anxious because I knew it was an important piece. Side note about me, for anyone that knows me knows that when I get something in my head, I cannot let it go. So choosing the title was one of those things for me. I'd wake up in the middle of the night with an idea. I'd go write it down. I'd live with it for a couple days and decide that wasn't it. This went on for about a month. The titles I came up with were good, but I just knew they weren't it. Then during this time, the Lord started showing me a word. The word was real. I immediately thought of several possibilities to go with the word real. I liked real deal. I liked, I really liked real talk. I mean, I knew I wanted this to be real, and we are talking, so why not real talk? But I just, for some reason, couldn't settle on it. Then it hit me the word talk actually contradicts what this podcast is all about. Y'all, it's not about what we say. It's about Jesus and our walk with Him. So from that, real walk came. So what does it mean to be real? I think a lot comes to our minds when we think of being real. I've lived with this word for quite some time. And if you look it up in the dictionary, it says not imitation or artificial, genuine. So this got me to thinking of how this parallels with what Jesus has been teaching me. And over and over in Scripture, I've been finding the word genuine. It might have been referring to repentance or salvation or faith. Genuine is a word that's used all the time throughout the Bible and even in commentaries. But before we go any further, I want to get a little practical. Let me share an instance where I've seen this played out in my life. So my daughter, Randy Catherine, was a pageant girl. It started in college where she advanced to the state level. The first year we went to Miss Mississippi, for about eight months, we studied the former winners and the runners-up. We looked at their wardrobes. We looked at how they answered their interview questions and just overall how they performed. So here we go to Vicksburg. We compete and do nothing. So the second year, we study the former winners even harder. Um, We go back again. Nothing. So over the next year, I said, Lord, we cannot keep doing this. What are we doing wrong? And over a little time, the Lord laid on my heart. This is going to make me cry. The Lord laid on my heart to let Randy Kay be Randy Kay. So we developed a team. We stopped looking at the formers. We chose what we like to wear. We formed our own answers. And I told Randy Kay, you go in there and you tell them you live on a farm. Your family has a restaurant and we work hard. That story sound a little familiar? And I told her, you be proud of who you are. P-U, Randy K. Be real. Well, let me just tell you, my baby girl came home that time as swimsuit winner in her group, overall swimsuit winner, quality of life overall winner, and second runner up to miss Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> Being real is what people want. I really think through these experiences that this began a realization, not only for me, but for Randy Kay, to be who God created her to be. The Lord has given her a tremendous gift of communication. And through this experience, she I really feel like she found it. Also When she stopped trying and she really leaned in to who he wanted her to be, it worked. Y'all, when we stop trying to do a bunch of good stuff and we rest in him to do it, it really changes things. And that is the beauty of being genuine. So let's go back and let's look at what scripture says about this. As I said before, Our Bible says a lot about genuineness, and I've noticed really in the past year or so how often it occurs. And y'all, if it's said over and over in the Bible, then it must be important to Jesus. And if it's important to him, then it must be important to us. Let's look at it in the context of a biblical story in John chapter 4. I'm not going to read the entire story, but I would encourage you to go back and read John chapter four. Uh, When Jesus encountered the woman at the well, I love this story. He just simply said to her, give me a drink. The woman didn't understand why a Jew would ask a Samaritan for water. The woman clearly didn't have it all together. In fact, as we see in verse 18, we read that she was living an ungodly life. And did that matter to Jesus? Did it stop Him from reaching out to her? Absolutely no. His love for us is real. It's not conditional. It is so genuine. Y'all, we don't have to come to Him with it all figured out. Um, A cookie cutter, perfect life. He wants us exactly as we are. This woman's life was a mess. And Jesus already knew that. Let's look at what we know about her life. Verse 16, Jesus said to her, go get your husband and come back here. And the woman answered, I don't have a husband. Jesus said, you are right to say I don't have a husband. And then let's skip on down to verse 23. Jesus says to her, you've had five husbands, and the man you are with now isn't your husband. You've spoken the truth. Can we can we just stop and notice the word truth here? Y'all, he wants not only our worship, but our relationship to be real. Just like his love for that woman at the whale well was genuine, so should our walk with him be. Let's keep looking for a second. What did this woman do with the encounter she had with her now Savior? It says in verse 28, the woman left her water pot. She went on her way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? And then they went out of the city and came to him. Y'all, this lady got a hold of Jesus. I mean, she truly did. And then she went and she told others and they came to Jesus. Do you think this woman was genuine? Was she real when she went and told all those others? Did you notice it says she left her water pot? Y'all, she forgot all about why was she was even at that well to start with. She was so excited about what had happened. So she had to go tell others. Y'all, this is how I feel. The Lord has done a work in my life and I can't. I just cannot keep it inside. I cannot not tell it. And he can do the same with you. I don't know where you are in your walk with the Lord. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you've gone to church all your life, but there's just something that's missing. Maybe you're like the woman at the whale. Your life is a mess. Y'all, he doesn't care how we come to him. Just go to him. Cry out to Him. Let Him fix you. He can and He will. Author and Pastor Tony Evans puts it like this Jesus can deal with your sin. That's why He came. He can straighten out your confusion. What's needed is an openness to receive Him. Lastly, I want to leave you with a challenge, but I want to explain the, por- the importance of this. If you don't hear anything else today, please hear this. We must figure out where we are. Let me give you an example. Now, I'm a visual learner, so this is just what I think of. Okay, we're heading out on vacation. Let's just say we're going to the mountains. We know where we're going, but to get there, we have to know where we're starting from. Y'all, it's the same way with Jesus. If we want to get real, then we must know our starting point. So that's the hope with this challenge, that this will help guide you in figuring out where you really are today. Okay, right now, I'm going to give you a second to go grab a pen and paper. Now, if you're driving down the road or exercising or you're not where you can do this, then that is perfectly fine. You can always come back to this later. I'd like you to take your time and answer some questions. Um, This is for your own personal reflection. Just like the woman at the well had a real encounter with Jesus, have you ever encountered Jesus? If yes, explain how. If no, that is okay. Knowing Jesus isn't a requirement for being here. I'm glad you're here. Next question. How did the encounter with Jesus change you? I really want you to take some time and reflect on these questions. Okay, as I said before, I want this to be an interactive time for us, meaning I would love to hear from you. It can be about anything it can be what the lord's doing in your life it can be a question um, it can be a thought that about anything we've discussed or even a prayer request y'all I would love to know how to pray for you specifically i promise to keep everything confidential please let me hear from you I can't wait you can reach me at real walk 22. At gmail.com. Please join me back next week same time same place. I can't wait to be back together If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at realwalk podcast and on Facebook at RealWalk22. And you can always reach me at my email, realwalk22 at gmail.com. See y'all next time.